If you've got an insurance question, you could talk to a dentist. But instead of filling you in on ways to save on your policies, he'd probably be too busy filling in that loose crown. Or you could talk to your local GEICO agent, who will use their expertise to polish up your policies, from home and auto to renters, motorcycle, boat, and RV too. So while, yes, your dentist can save your smile, your GEICO agent could save you money, which will make you use that smile a whole lot more. To find a GEICO agent near you, visit geico.com slash local. All right, Matthew. Rick. How are you today? Oh, fine, man. You know, just... Chilling, vibing, quarantining. Quarantining. Do you know what happened yesterday? Uh, let's see. I woke up, played some MLB The Show, and uh, then I went back to bed. Why? So you clearly don't know what happened yesterday. Oh, okay. Was there an important event during this social pandemic? There was a big event. Okay. And I think you fucking missed it. You always I'm... make me curse in the first 30 seconds of the god... Rick, what did I miss? Quibby. Tell me. Quibby, Quibby? launched. Quiver. Quibby. Uh, oh, Quibby. Q-U-I-B-I. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, is it only Q-U? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I was like, wait, is that it? Like, I know how it's spelled, and I'm like, wait, is that actually, is that it? Q-U. <laughs> <laughs> Period. It's like an insult. Q-U. <laughs> Quibby launched, bro. What's, you know what what's Quibi? No, I I'm don't. I'm glad you asked me. As the sponsor of today's like, no, I'm kidding. Quibi, it's a streaming service. Did you do you know what a streaming service is? Yeah, um, that's like uh, Spotify, right? No. How fucking dare you? This is a movie, <laughs> goddamn podcast. Oh yeah, music doesn't about. music doesn't exist. Uh, sorry, music guys. doesn't exist in movies. All right, this isn't this isn't the fucking uh, I don't know what's the Hollywood equivalent for music. This isn't the Detroit Rock City Bible here, all right, guys? Rockefeller Records? Yeah, the, the Rockefeller <laughs> Records. Um, yeah, no, Quibi is a streaming service. Uh, it has, what is its stream, Rick? It's a, Don't fucking start with this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, it's, it's a streaming service. Um, it costs five bucks a month. I'm sorry, is it five bucks? Let me check right now. It's five bucks no, a month. No, I, I believe when I read it, it is five bucks a month. And I think you can get a separate thing that's like seven bucks a month. Oh, so you do know what it is. So then why the fuck did yeah, you... Yeah, <laughs> because uh, I was doing a bit, but, you know, since we're all just fucking... We're all um, just fucking... Yeah, no, it's it's five bucks a month with ads and eight dollars a month without ads. So it's doing like the Hulu model. Uh, uh, I see. And right now, actually... Uh, it's free for 90 days with well, a 90 day trial it's not free for 90 days you can get a 90 day trial for now i forgot when it ends it's on their website when it ends but um it's so, so that you, it's so that you get it to try it out and then you forget you have it and then the company can charge you oh yeah absolutely the the title method basically Ab- absolutely no that that's definitely <laughs> shout what out to is. shout out to rockefeller records jay-z baby but um no, no, like I'm definitely gonna try it out. I'll, I'll let you. I don't think you are, <laughs> but uh, uh, no, I, I, uh, I just found out about this. I, I, yeah, but considering how it is, and I know how you are, I don't think you're gonna like it. So you're probably wondering what's the twist, right? Another streaming service like Disney has Disney, right? So they could do it. Amazon has picked up, but they've been doing it around the same time as Netflix, kind of with their streaming thing. They've been they've been relevant. Hulu has been there a while. Have they been there the longest? Hulu? No, I don't believe so. Hulu have been, I, I've heard of them. They, they've been around the block. I think Netflix is the first one, basically. Is it? Okay. 
Netflix was the first in the post-blockbuster world. Or, no, they were there during the blockbuster world, but then they became popular after the blockbuster world. Yeah. So, and I believe Hulu was kind of there, kind of, after blockbuster, and then Amazon kind of rose in prominence with, like, their Prime video. Yeah, yeah. So, you're probably wondering, because, like, Amazon has good shit, Netflix obviously has good shit, uh, Hulu is actually, like, I've never used it until now, it's fucking... It's underrated, man. It's good as shit. Um, and Disney Plus with Disney Plus, obviously. I'm not even going to go into that. We went into that last time. Yeah. So, what is the... What well, is the we are going to go into Disney Plus. Later on. That's, that's well, a little later. A little later on. But with this thing, it is, uh, it's only on your phone, Matthew. Yeah, it is a mobile only, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just an app. Yeah, and um, another big twist is that it's 10-minute episodes daily. So, mm-hmm. it's not a big show. It's called Quibi. Uh, it's actually been marked. I'm surprised you didn't hear this. Like, actually hear this when I asked you earlier. Because it's all over YouTube. It's it's all over everywhere. Like, I've, it's been marketed to me a whole bunch of times. To a point where it's actually annoying. Not as annoying as the TikTok ads were. They, were, they could die in a hole. But, um, this was pretty annoying. And so, I was interested to check it out. Because multiple people that I watch were like, they were they were interested in this, right? The YouTubers were interested in this in the, in the West Coast. And I was like, all right, now, people yeah, in California... I'm going to tell you why, not to interrupt, but because it, it's it's just YouTube. Well... It's unfree YouTube. I think I think that's disrespectful. I think YouTube is better than Quibi. No, no, okay. I mean, most things are better, but it's like, it's short videos that you watch on your phone. It's just YouTube for only your phone. Well, well no, no, no. See, see well, I want to make the distinction clear, is that the people who, who were interested that were YouTubers were in the West Coast... And they were in L.A. And people in L.A. don't know anything. As we're going to talk about in the next segment. But yes, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I know this is called the Hollywood Bible. So you'd expect us to like not shit on. Well, actually, if you expect us not to shit on Hollywood, get, stop fucking listening. Yeah, but, it's um, episode four. You should be used to it by now. Yeah. So people in L.A. don't know anything. And they're idiots. Also, people, they like to, when you're in that, like, tech section of L.A., they like to jerk each other off a lot. Like, they exactly, literally yeah. just enjoy, oh, my God, new app my friend is making in Silicon yeah. Valley. And well, so, you gotta and get so on it, boys. They were saying that the big thing that they're hoping for is Quibi, right? They, they didn't say it was going to be a big thing, but they were hoping that it would be Quibi based off the marketing and everything. And so... Yeah, that's what it is. It's 10-minute things that you only view on your phone. And the big selling point is those two. The 10-minute videos that comes out daily. It's a little short video that you get to watch. And it's on your phone only, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think of this? Uh, based off of the first impression, okay. would you buy this product? Would okay. you even give it a would chance? I, you know that I would not buy this product. I don't think this product will be successful. But if it does, I won't be surprised. Because if you think about it, it's basically what it's basically an extension of like a bunch of apps where it's just how can we make it shorter? How can we make it more convenient? Only ten minutes, only on your phone. If it becomes popular, I mean, isn't TikTok basically the same thing in a way? I fucking hate TikTok. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but like they're not made for us. But like it's like made for our generation because they're just no, not no made well, it's just not made it's not made for the people yeah, it's made for jabril whenever he gets on the pod it's, it's made for it's, him it's made for people jabril with brain definitely cells. a quibby guy dude he would love this does he know what it is i, I doubt it let's call him let's add him to the call right now Yo, you know what quibby <laughs> is no all right get get, out. get the fuck out of this podcast you're never coming back on yeah no um I agree with you. I don't, I don't, when I first heard this, right, the only reason I brought it up here 
was because of the people on YouTube saying it. Because then I'm thinking, okay, so people know about this, right? This isn't something that's come out of left field. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're, they've, they've looked into this a little bit to where the point where they can acknowledge it. So I'm like, okay, because I've heard about this for a long time. One, I don't like the shorter formats, right? I actually hate it. I hate how short people's attention spans are nowadays because of Instagram, because of Vine was the original one who did this. And things yeah, get shorter. I, I don't know. I'm kind of... I hated Vine when it was here. I, I in, in all honesty, I have nostalgia for Vine just because of the newer stuff that's coming out is even worse. But yeah. I didn't like Vine at the time. I know, I'm fucking old man, whatever. Like... But, like, it's just, it's just the constant dumbing down, like, how can we make it more and more accessible when it's just, like... Well, you see, Vine, I didn't mind, but I hate TikTok, which is, like, Vine 2, pretty much. Well, the thing is with Vine, if you went back, some of the videos were genuinely funny. And yeah, TikTok, that's what I mean. I don't get it. They were like, good. Like, I feel like an old man, sometimes it's just garbage. Well, with TikTok, it's interesting because the things could be on YouTube in a funtage. But they're yeah. just they're just like dumbed down. So I'm like, okay, but then that's what you have Twitter for. Mm-hmm. It's like you can post those things on Twitter, you, yeah. or like Snapchat or something like that. Like, why is because Twitter I get, Snapchat I get, Instagram I get, Facebook was the original one I get it. TikTok is like a shittier version of, of Vine. Yeah, but it's basically this is why I say if Quibi does well, I wouldn't be surprised because it's just taking something that like you can be used for short videos and just distilling it down into like it's bare like essence really like See, you can't do that you can't because... do it on twitter but you just do it on quibi yeah but the thing is with the tiktok the reason i get it is because it's you and i can make the videos and share them out right mm-hmm. with quibi it's professional made shit that is coming out like it was it's a recording off of a tiktok or something like that right because yeah. there's no there's no more vine so i get why tiktok is now big and pro- Vine probably Vine died. I don't. Do you know why it died? Was it because it was shit, or because like something happened? I genuinely, I don't know why. It di- I think they literally just weren't making money. Uh, then, then okay, so then it's probably shit. I feel so like then- I, I would be the we would be the number one people to know about the death of Vine. But like these are you, you, you guys, the audience are listening to two old, biggest boomers in this fucking podcast. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I mean, if I, because I wasn't expecting to talk about Vine, so that's why I didn't Yeah, I, I, when I, when I joined the call, like, if I knew by episode four we'd be talking about Vine, I, I, I don't think I would have said yes to uh, joining this <laughs> podcast. I'll be real with you. But, but, but um, here we are. Yeah, no, that's why I think TikTok is doing well, and I get it. It's just not for me, maybe not yet, but, because, like, the content that's going up, it's like, I, I've seen that on YouTube with a bigger, with a longer video that I enjoy watching and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I get why TikTok exists. I don't get why this exists because I'm never like, oh, I have 10 minutes. Let me go watch an episode unless I know I only have 10 minutes left to finish. You know it's, what I mean? It's just like with every, even apps I hate, I can say, okay, I know who the audience is. Like, who's the audience for this? Yeah, I don't, I don't cause like people who, you don't go on Netflix and be like, I wish there was something for five minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't you don't do that. Like you know why you're getting on Netflix. You're like, oh, I have free time. Let me watch the show. And funny enough, everyone does this, right? And this is a proven thing on YouTube, on Netflix. It doesn't matter when you're watching a one hour show. And I think you said this to me. When you're watching a one hour show, you're like, okay, I'm gonna watch one. Versus if you're watching like a 22 minute show, you're gonna watch three or four, mm-hmm. right? Because they're shorter. Yeah. And so, but it's not about time. It's about okay, I have the choice to do it. YouTube, this is the same thing. 
people don't stick around for the whole hour, but if you have like five minute clips, they're going to stick around. They're going to watch more up to like an hour and a half. Or if someone has like a podcast that's like four hours long and then do you want to do that or do you want to go on YouTube where they re-upload like the highlights basically? Exactly. Exactly. I do the same thing with With Joe Rogan. With like animations or whatever. I do the same thing with Joe Rogan. I usually watch his clips. If I really like the clips, I'll go on and watch the full podcast. But nonetheless, I watch the clips. Mm -hmm. You could say, well, it's made for that. But like no one goes on Netflix, Disney Plus. Also, also, I know they did not foresee this, but I think right now releasing Quibi is the worst time because people do have a lot of free time on their hands. Exactly. And so they're going to be like, oh, let me watch rewatch Tiger King or whatever again. Exactly. They're, they're gonna not going to be the big things. Yeah, like this was a terrible time to launch. I mean, it's not their fault, but like... But still. they could have delayed it. It is their fault. They could have delayed it. I mean, they could have, but who, who knows could've. the factors at play, really? They could have waited. I think that's a good point, too, is that right now we have a lot of time. I don't... I'm not going to watch something for 10 minutes when it's like a full production that I would want to see on my phone. And another thing, right? Let's get into this big thing. So you're you're not a fan of this, right? Not not particularly, no. Yeah, me neither. And one of the big things that people aren't a fan of, and I think that this everyone should have seen coming, it's only on your phone. Yeah. And it's funny because I just, before we started recording, I watched a trailer right a, a dangerous game or like most dangerous game something like that that's what it was mm-hmm. called the show and i watched it and i was i was going through youtube it was like it was uploaded in 4k i'm like oh sick right because i don't get to use 4k that much because i have like a 4k monitor and everything i don't get to use it too much mm-hmm. so i put it in 4k watched it and i was just thinking i'm like so wait a minute you can't you can't watch this in 4k anyway because no no phone screen has a 4k display no so what's the point you know what i mean why are you recording it in 4k yeah like i said it's for it's for no one. Yeah, like there's or it, or at least its audience is not. They don't have like a niche. Like they don't have an actual audience that it's like. Yeah, this is for them. They like it. Just it, I don't know. Like I said, it could catch on. I just feel like I feel like it's trying to have like a middle ground in between like the short videos of like TikTok or a Vine and like a longer content. But I feel like by appealing to that middle ground, it's appealing to no one. And also, not everything has to have a goddamn middle ground. Mm-hmm. right like people say like oh not not everything's black and white Every, like it's usually gray it's like yeah but some things are black and white and you can no like it when it comes to this like it's just it's, i it's, don't know it just yeah, it's appealing to no one really yeah um it's interesting though because one of i think their biggest downside will be the the fact that it's only on the phone right the 10 minute thing i'll give it a chance because it comes out every day I, I don't like that model but i'll give it a chance because it's something new but the phone thing, nobody likes. Nobody likes the phone thing. No. And it's funny because there was going to be a feature where you can, sh- um, what's it like, stream it from your uh, your phone to the to the TV. What's that called? I forgot. Phone to TV. I forgot what it is, but um, there's a certain word for it. But you, they're gonna have that feature. They just haven't added that feature yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm like, why why is that not a feature? Because even if that was there, it would save it, right? Because it'd be like, okay, you can't watch it on um, your TV normally. Okay, that's fine. No problem because everyone usually always has their phone on them. No laptop. Okay, fine. Xbox, PlayStation, not going to happen. Okay, fine. No problem. But if you have that ability to where you can put it on your phone and stream it to your your TV or your smart TV, that would save it at least, right? And it's still their core essence where you want to watch it on their phone. That's your, that's your core message, okay, but give us that one option. Yes. They don't have it. 
Why is that not a launch thing? Why would you add it later? You know how important it is nowadays to launch perfectly? Like, uh, there's no more yeah. buildup. There's no more buildup. You can't be like, okay, it's a new product. We'll, we'll give it like two, three years. No, everything is instantaneously, right? I feel you like the only, the only way you can like get away with patching and adding features is when you've, you're like a brand. Like if, like when the Xbox One first came out and it was like a piece of shit. Well, I know I won't say that. When the PS4 first came out and it had no video games, people let it slide because it's like, okay, it's coming, like whatever. And then eventually got a lot of good games. So I was like, okay, fine. When you're a new app like this, you can't really afford to be like, just not Especially, having like yeah, features that yeah. you feel like would be like no brainers really. Especially, especially when it's a new company. That's the big thing. And it's yeah. not just a new company. You're going into a, a market share, which is already dominated, right? That's like making a new phone. Like, it's like, when, you know when Google Pixel came out? It's yeah, like, I do. It's like having, it's like Google doing that and not having like the bare minimums, like a front-facing camera. Yeah, basically. It's like, what are you doing? Like, what do you expect me to do with the old ways? Like, making sure like I'm like in the frame and everything? Like... It doesn't make any sense, right? And when I mean, new co- I mean to be fair, it's kind of like how every new iPhone seems to be like taking away features. <laughs> like, like I mean, I it always is funny to me. Like, I like the new newer iPhones or whatever, right? But like it remove like remember how you used to have the charging like what, what is it even called? Like where you go to like charge the phone, and then you also had like a place to like plug in like uh, I don't know the your earphones or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the headphone jack. That's what it was called. Yeah. Like, you used to have both. Now you have nothing. Well, yeah, but there's a reason why they do that, though. I get what you're saying, but, like, they have, but, like, like, they want to plug up all the just from a purely, like, like, I get it if you explain it to me, but I, it's hard to, as a consumer, look at that and be like, uh, okay. But Apple can get away with it. This is a new product. Yeah, I don't understand exactly. why they feel Apple like they can, can get, get away and, with that. And, and, a big, and another thing is that you said Apple can get away with that. You were hinting it with Sony, with Microsoft. It's because they're they're big names, right? They can do yeah. it. We'll give them they the time. They have fanboys. They can. They have a certain amount of like. Okay, Respect, you leeway. can. I want to say like they have a certain amount of leeway. Like, hey, okay, you can do this much to me before I leave as a consumer. Exactly. It's because you have our trust, right? The Xbox One is fucking trash, and I I refuse to go to PlayStation because I've I've been with Xbox for years. Mm-hmm. right for mad long and i'm like it'll get and it has gotten better but it's still shit um but you we have that they have that respect apple right people i hate apple but i refuse to go to i refuse to leave because i actually don't like android right i like samsung's phones but i don't like android but we're, let's stop talking about that but um yeah it's, it's odd because why would you not launch with that just that feature at least of being able to stream it but you have to make it like it's kind of like I don't think it's like a flaw. I think it's just a conscious choice. Like no, it's only going to be mobile, which is like okay, but like, but why? <laughs> well, they they you know? well it, they they are gonna give out that feature though, but they just didn't yet. Yeah, but like, I, why not just wait? Like especially because I just said like now launching it, like you could just wait and then add the feature when it's like the pandemic is over and people would most likely be using this app. Yeah, yeah, I think that I think they should have waited. I think that's a good point that you made with the people have a lot more free time. And like when you have a lot more free time, you're going to go to your trusted sources. This is not a good time for like a new company to launch with the whole concept of, oh, you guys want to have like a quick thing. You know what I mean? But then again, then again, I could be wrong. I mean, people, uh, people have six months of uh, free time or 
or a year of free time, they might just be like, yeah, why don't I just download random apps? And then one of them will just happen to be Quibi. I mean, I guess. I don't know. They, I they don't know. That's why I say it could. Trial. The thing is, I, I, like I said, it could work. It could be successful. But I have a hard time. Because, see, I'm a hard time to judge because when TikTok first came out, I thought it was stupid. But, like, I mean, people use it. So I understand why someone might use it so like but tiktok is different though man i'm telling you because it has memes and stuff that's why it gets played because it's it's they have funny shit on there mm-hmm. and and it's easier to access right because the whole yeah. point about tiktok it's like the reason why instagram is so successful is because like the pictures and stuff and it's easy to get to the pictures and stuff if you if you care a lot about fashion you can follow the fashion accounts and stuff and it's easier rather than going through youtube or twitter yeah, it's true. You know, yeah, I mean, like TikTok is good for memes. You see, it's hard to say. Like, I don't know. Like, it's hard to say. Like, who the audience for this even is for? But maybe it will find one. I don't know. You see, it's just hard to tell because it just seems so superfluous to me. Like, it just seems I, like a useless product that's gonna die. I think that it will get better. It once- might. If it even gets that far, if they even get far enough to where they can make it better, I'm sure it will. But I just, the I just don't understand the relevance. I think after like six months to a year, this shit's gonna be probably gone. And I I, maybe in a year I'll be completely wrong. It it overtakes fucking Disney. But the thing is, is that if you're if you're the owner of this product, if you made this product, you have to be ready for it to suck for like yeah. years right because they say that about everything like once you launch a product like be prepared to not make money for three years i get that but especially with this like you have to be ready and you have to be smart enough to deal with the shit that you don't have and step up to the plate and if they're mm-hmm. like oh my god like i was expecting it to be good in like within two months and like this is terrible i don't want to do this it's gonna fail and guess what you're gonna fail as an owner and you're not gonna accomplish anything in your life anyway so uh yeah yeah, so like no, means, like no man's sky. It, it'll just take three years for it to get good. Yeah, and like many games do that, right? Like games yeah. have done that in the past. Like especially in this generation, bro. You look at For Honor, you look at Rainbow Six. They were terrible when they came out. Mm. No one played them, and now they Rainbow found the Six audience. Siege. That uh, that launch was disastrous. Exactly, and that that game, bombed when it came out, and then it just gained an audience for being so good later on. You know the funny part? They're both Ubisoft games. Yeah, because they don't make good games on launch. So I mean, I have to give it to Rainbow Six Siege, though. I mean, usually Ubisoft doesn't never makes good games, and then they just had to make <laughs> one six months later. If For Honor did the same exact thing too, and the the, the reason that both are both of them are good is because of the same exact reason. It's funny, but what have you seen on Reddit about this or anything else? What have you? I mean, been it's just a at? bunch of like whenever I go on like because when you told me about this, I'm like, all right, let me see what like tech people say about this. So I go on like the tech Reddit. It's just people like shitting on it. Like, uh, there was this one comment, I forget, the, the guy was like, yeah, my favorite part about Schindler's List is that I can watch it in 10-minute increments. <laughs> like, it's just, like, it's, I, I think this is kind of a joke in the tech community, to be honest. Yeah, and that's the weird part, is, like, who wants to... Except for people getting, because it's funny you say YouTubers, because I feel like they're sponsored to say that, and unless you're getting paid to, I feel like no one's really excited for this. Yeah, I mean... It, I'm going to give it a try because it's a 90-day free trial. I think that's a very good thing they did, that it's 90 days. That's a big free trial. That is pretty big. Um, and so it's we'll a good probably thing still to, be in our house by then. Yeah, I think so, too. And that's why, as you said, I thought you brought a great point with the, the fact that we don't really need this right now. 
Um, another big thing, I'm not sure if this is already in the app, but if if you can't download the videos, mm-hmm. it's pathetic. Oh god, that would be terrible. It's absolutely pathetic. If it's and only like, streaming, yeah, then it's oh, absolutely pathetic. No. All right, no, that would be that would be like the thing where like it's like no, this would get laughed out of the fucking yeah. And I don't know. I haven't looked that far deep into it. I don't think anyone would like post an article about that because I don't think anyone has the brain cells to do it. Um, but I think that's a big thing. Um, no, and- you're you're a hundred percent. If you can't do that, that's absolutely terrible. You just brought yeah. up a great fucking point. Yeah, because no one's gonna, you know, because you watch Netflix normally. You watch before, even before the downloading thing that appeared. You watch Netflix in your house, right, or where you have Wi-Fi. Yeah. At work, you have Wi-Fi. You can watch it then. And now the the fact that they added a downloading feature, which I think they didn't want to at first, right? Or they uh, couldn't. It was something along the lines where either they couldn't or they didn't want to. And yeah, they I'm finally not entirely did it. sure. And it was, it was a big thing. And not even everything has it. Like I think friends you couldn't download. Not everything had the downloading feature. But some things. Oh, you're like, talking like, about in terms of uh, Netflix. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh yeah they added that later hulu they added that like six months ago <laughs> yeah no it's a, it's a big thing but like with those you get because like normally you're under wi-fi right because they're big shows so you're not going to mm-hmm. stream them but these things it's like yeah i get that they're 10 minutes long but like i'm not spending 10 minutes of my fucking data unless i have unlimited but i'm not doing that so if i can't download them and watch them on the go that's actually a joke yeah that that would be the end-all be-all of that app already. Yeah. And as far as you were saying with, like, I always wanted to watch things in 10 minutes parts, uh, you showed me an interesting video today. You shared an interesting video. Let's get it. You know, we have a special guest on today. I don't think, I think this is going to surprise you. You know David Lynch? David <laughs> Yes, uh, I'm a pretty big fan of David Lynch. Really? Y- yes, actually. Because I, I, I showed I you the video. <laughs> Really? I don't know about that. She's like, I'm kidding. <laughs> you just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, David Lynch, uh, yeah, I'll introduce him because unless you guys don't know who he is, I don't think you know who he is. I do not. Uh, David Lynch is the director of uh, Blue Velvet, Twin Peaks, uh, Mulholland oh, okay. Drive. Like a bunch of like very surrealistic, uh, he's a very, uh, what you might call an auteur, basically. I'm a really big fan of him. He makes a bunch of weird shit. Uh, you know, he makes very good movies and he had a very famous rant about watching videos on your telephone. And, uh, Rick, if you don't mind playing this right now. Now, if you're playing the movie on a telephone, you will never in a trillion years experience the film. You'll think you have experienced it, but you'll be cheated it's a, such a sadness that you think you've seen a film on your fucking telephone. <laughs> Get real. <laughs> and I think I think that's a fair enough point. Yeah, I think that basically wraps it up. <laughs> I think it does. I think uh, what I will do because I don't think you're gonna get the free trial. Um, I'm gonna get it. I'm going to give updates when we do this podcast again. I'll probably do it for day, next uh, day 90 of quarantine, day 25 of squibble. <laughs> are you going to do yeah. what uh are you going to do what that one YouTuber did? Uh I think it was Drew Gooden. He joined Jake Paul. Like, clearly off topic. He joined like Jake Paul's like Team 10 thing where you have to pay like $100 to be in Team 10. And then like he said his experience of it and it was just like <laughs> he got nothing. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I don't think it's gonna be as good as that. That could have been. No, but, no, uh, <laughs> he, yeah, I don't think it's as dedicated as the uh, Team Ten video, but. But uh, no, I will be. Uh, I'll give updates um, as 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 I see fit. Uh, if if anything relevant happens, if anything, because it is ninety days, I will check it out. It's on your phone, so I will give it a shot, and I'll let you know. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think I think that does it for Quibi. I think we've discussed a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think David Lynch. I think he put it well. I think he put it well. And um and like I said, we'll know more information as I get to use it more. The downloading thing I'll let you guys know. I'll let you know. Um but yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Matthew. You can introduce this next segment. I know oh, you're very uh, excited about this. So uh we watched the movie this week, Rick. It's uh, it's a little movie directed by David Robert Mitchell, uh released in twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. We'll uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, well, it's uh, starring Andrew Garfield. It's called Under the Silver Lake. It's a little film. It's about uh, Andrew Garfield plays basically a slacker, uh, and uh, he meets this woman. The woman disappears, and he basically tries to, um, uh, what is it, tries to find out where she is through, like, secret codes or whatever. There's, like, a whole conspiracy thing going on. And, Rick, I am very curious, before I talk about the film, what you think about Under the Silver Lake. Well, I've actually seen a movie kind of similar to this before. Okay. Uh, I think I think I told you about it. You remember Eyes Wide Shut? Oh, you've seen Eyes Wide Shut? Oh, yeah. Did I, yeah. We didn't talk about it? No, because I actually haven't. But, it, oh, it's weird that you have. Okay. Because that's always a film I wanted to see, but I never got the chance to. Well, don't see it yet because I will be recommending it soon. Okay. So don't see it yet. Oh, okay, that's awesome. That's one of the few Kubrick movies I know, but I know the general premise of it. So. Yeah, okay. and so it's it it was very similar to that, and I was intrigued, and I was actually I was watching it at night. I forgot when I texted you. I think it was like maybe twelve thirty, one o'clock in the, yeah, in the night. Yeah, I was like, this kid is probably not going to watch this whole movie tonight. I w- I watched the whole thing. Uh, awesome. Yeah. And and the reason I couldn't like well one I wasn't that tired and two I couldn't stop watching it right it was mm-hmm. it was. It, it had me fully. And yeah. so I was watching it and I was expecting, right, based off of how you sold it to me, you didn't sell you didn't give me too much information. Okay, which I, 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 I'm glad I sold it to you the way I did, but yeah. I feel like I didn't tell you really what it was about. Yeah, that's, that's completely fine. I'm glad you didn't okay. um, because there was a lot of surprising things that happened and it kind of horrified the fuck out of me at some moments. Uh-huh. Um, and I was watching it at night and I'm not gonna, I'm not afraid to admit this, but I was creeped out when I was walking to go to the, go to use the bathroom. Really? Like, I was creeped the fuck out. I was like, bro, what if there's something I, I can the see that with some of the stuff that I didn't find it personally scary, but like if you watch it at night like that, I could see that. Yeah. Cause it, it wasn't scary. It was just like, I was like, bro. No, there's some not really st- weird images in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And there, I think we're, we're going to go into spoilers, right? Yeah. Like it does. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so. You've seen it. How many times have you seen it? I've seen it twice. This is my second okay, time. So the you... first time I saw it was over Christmas break. Yeah, last break. And then I wanted to re-recommend it. Cause, number one, because it's about Hollywood. Number two, Andrew Garfield is, I know, a favorite of yours. So. Yes. And he's yes. turned into a favorite of mine. He, I used to not like him, but I, yeah, no, he... I am a big fan of the Garfield now. Yeah, he's very, he's very good. And this movie, you know, it, it was creepy because the things that I was expecting were not what I got. Mm-hmm. Um, what you, I, because I wasn't expecting it to be creepy. I was expecting it to be like mysterious, like, oh, he's trying to go find something. I expected it a little creepy in terms of like, you're not used to seeing the ideology, right? 
Because, yeah. like, in my head, it was, oh, he's going to find the elites of Hollywood, stuff like that. Yeah. And find, like, the mis- mystery part. And so I thought it was going to be creepy in that sense where it's, like, these people are doing weird things. But instead, no, the whole movie, I was just like, bro, what the hell is that? What, what was the cat thing called, bro? The what? The cat lady. The cat lady? Yeah, what, what was her, what was the thing? Oh, was the, yeah, oh, you mean the owl? Was it the owl? Yeah, yeah, the, the owl mask with the naked lady. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the I think it's literally like the owl lady or the owl something. Yeah, like where he's in the uh the guy's house after he commits suicide and then he looks on the camera. Dude, that was that that didn't get me all the way right. What got me was when she opened up the fucking was it cupboard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And stepped out. I was like, what the fuck is that woman, bro? Mm-hmm. That was horrifying. When she did look at the camera, I was like, oh my god, holy <laughs> fucking shit. It was, it was a cool moment. But no, I, I I enjoyed the movie. I wanted to watch it multiple times. I didn't get the chance to do it. But what I liked about it was that the messaging and everything like that, like the, the conspiracy, yeah. everything of that nature, I, I enjoyed watching that. I enjoyed the fact that Andrew Garfield, for no fucking reason, it's funny, right? Because... He, he just so happened to meet a girl. Like, the, the, the arguments you give against Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, it kind of applies to this movie where it's like, oh, he just so happens to meet this girl and she just so happens to disappear and shit like that, right? No, and but so f- that's the point. I, I, not to interrupt because you, you're yeah, gone, go but like, I, I like this movie because like the things I didn't like or the things I don't like about a lot of stories like this, I feel like the, and you may disagree with me on this, but on the second viewing, I kind of like got that more is that like, you're not necessarily supposed to like Andrew Garfield's character in this. Like he's kind of a scumbag. Yeah. And like, you may disagree with me, but like, I think there's a lot of like, because the director even said there's a lot of messaging in the movie that you're supposed to kind of like, kind of like get or kind of like you know think about in a way and i think the reason it works for this character is he's kind of scummy he's kind of like in his own head he's kind of paranoid and he kind of you could you kind of just kind of like a dreamlike atmosphere to the whole thing where like in spider-man it's just like i don't know bad writing yeah yeah no i i understand um and i'm gonna I'm not going to finish fully because since I've only watched it once, I'm going to let you go ahead for go ahead too yeah. after right after this. But what I want to say is that it's because I've, I'm a big fan of like elite movies. I think I told you after the podcast, I, I think elitism, mm-hmm. like movies like that, it's fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really enjoy it. And this kind of had it. Eyes Wide Shut has it more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is like... If you haven't, and I think this is perfect because you've, you've seen this before. You've seen Eyes Wide Shut. So I think you're going to enjoy it. I think Eyes Wide Shut is a better movie than this. Mm -hmm. I think it dives deeper into it. I think there's more symbolism. There's more shit. Mm -hmm. But this is like, it's kind of like not spoon feeding you, but it's like, it's it's helping you out. It's holding your hand through it. What, this movie? Yeah, a little bit compared to Eyes Wide Shut. I disagree. I haven't seen Eyes Wide Shut, but I have no doubt it's better just because it's directed by Stanley Kubrick. But like, Mm -hmm. I actually disagree with, and do you have anything else to say in terms of like, no, I'm just going to, like, go off of what you say oh, okay, like, when, yeah. you, when you go more I into actually, detail. I just, before I kind of give my overview, I kind of disagree this movie handholds you. Because, like, a, a big criticism, like, because this movie was very divisive when it came out. So, really? this movie was supposed to come out, God, like, 2018, I believe. or But A24 didn't promote it. It was not, when it was shown at Cannes Film, Film Festival, I believe that's what it was. It was kind of, like, hated. Uh... 
so it a24 decided not to really market it it went straight to video and then it didn't get really a wide or at least a kind of wide release until 2019 so some people may be like oh this is a 2019 movie technically not it is it is a 2018 movie yes yeah so yeah a big criticism people had of it is that all the things in the movie kind of go nowhere like really? it's kind of, See, a lot of people but, say that like the owl stuff the dog stuff like everyone's like okay well what the fuck why was this in the movie why was this like it's a mystery but i think that's before like you say whatever i think that's part of the point of it really yeah well when you when you because i'm gonna let you go deeper on those things like the theme and everything of yeah, that in the yeah, movie because yeah. you've seen it multiple times but when you see eyes wide shut that's it's because what was what Eyes Wide Shut is is a it's a movie where like you're going through the night, right? Mm-hmm. This one it's like you're going through a week. Yeah. And with Eyes Wide Shut, random like random shit is happening for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. But you can kind of follow it along once you put everything together. Once you put everything together, with this it's like I get why they're doing the thing, except for the dog thing, the owl thing, yeah. But like I'm not paying attention to that. I'm paying attention to, like, his journey across. That's more, like, obstacles in the way, I feel like. That's not really important. Yeah. It's, like, guiding him to his goal. But I'm going to let you talk more about that because I'm not, cause I don't know anything about those things. Yeah. So, basically, when I explained it to you, I was like, I, I don't know, because I didn't know how to explain the movie. If I could re-explain it to you before you saw it, I'd say it's about Hollywood culture and not exactly Hollywood elitism. Yeah. Because elitism, it makes it seem like, besides, like, the ending, like, of them and, like, the... uh like the hyperbolic chamber or whatever like it's not really about that but i'm glad i yeah. told you that because the main character thinks it's about that like yeah. he he goes on a rant like oh the rich do this and the rich do this blah blah blah, blah. and that's why the girl like basically leaves him or whatever yeah like when he's in the bathtub whatever but yeah i would say re-watching it the first time i was like oh this is just a criticism of like hollywood culture or whatever and it's just andrew garfield going through it but like re-watching it i think the Andrew Garfield's character is kind of a personification of like Hollywood in general. Like, and this is basically personified in what I think is the best scene in the movie, the scene with the songwriter. Oh yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Which comes out of nowhere. has almost nothing to do with anything else. And it's fucking incredible. Yeah. It's (laughs) like, it's so good. And basically he, he basically like says like every song you like is based off like, I, I wrote the song you thought it was like Kurt Cobain making Smells Like Teen Spirit on distorted uh, uh, guitar. No, it was me on my piano. Like, you, your culture means nothing. So, like, Andrew Garfield is basically, like, he how he views women, how he views everyone, how he views, like, how he lives his life is based on what Hollywood gives him. So, like, the sex Playboy, yeah, the Playboy sex magazines, yeah. like, Everything is like a reiteration of like what he sees. So like when the guy's daughter dies, like when they're at the Silver Lake and it like recreates the Playboy thing, like that's how he sees her. That's not necessarily how she's dying. Like it's just kind of like how he sees the world. And it's kind of more of a criticism of, it's a criticism of Hollywood, but it's Hollywood as personified by Andrew Garfield's character. It's it's criticism of the people that look at it and interpret it. it. No, exactly. And also the way like, so the the dog killer thing. People are like, "What's up with the dog killer thing?" I I go back and forth. I'm leaning towards he is the dog killer. It's basically like dogs are how he sees women as dogs, basically. Mm-hmm. And like by it's it's like complicated. So like 
you know in the end when he has like the dog treats or whatever and he talks about like his girlfriend whatever so basically how i see it is like he like since his girlfriend broke up with him he sees her as a dog or a bitch or whatever right so like yeah that's how he sees women throughout it so like by killing dogs he's getting his basically revenge on women so like i believe he's the dog killer and it's also like everyone's like oh why do you smell like that whatever like there's a bunch of like little things throughout the movie that are kind of like really make it seem like this guy is the dog killer i've also heard other interpretations where he is the dog basically like the dog it's kind of like like the dog killer it's basically like part of his paranoia or whatever like he's kind of uh like a personification of a dog in a way like this movie's nuts (laughs) like it gets really in depth and it feeds into his paranoia because one he's about to get kicked out of his house which is like prevalent throughout the entire movie Mm-hmm. that he's about to get kicked out of his house and um the the owl thing what do you think about that that I, I mean the fact that it's a woman kind of like i think that makes it more obvious than the, the dog thing i guess like i think it's just kind of like how i think it just plays off more how he sees women really yeah you know okay. like i i think a lot of it has to do with like especially the hollywood treatment of women like i think that's basically like the main purpose of this movie because a lot of people another criticism people said this movie is sexist which i completely disagree with i think people don't know what sexism is no because just because it's showing them going through that doesn't yeah exactly like that that doesn't mean it's showing most of the female characters are prostitutes because it's saying that hollywood kind of prostitutes the women in these things like it's it's showing how like in ads it like you've probably heard of the saying that like everything is about sex except for sex itself yes so it's like in sex, people say like sex is about power. So it's the same thing. Like when you see, like especially in this movie and in in other movies like Eyes Wide Shut, that it you you see that personified. You you mm-hmm. see it shown. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Like it's. Yeah. Like it's basically like, it is kind of a post breakup movie in a way because you don't know that Andrew Garfield like was in a relationship. Like the first time yeah. you see his girlfriend, he's looking at a random billboard. And it, you think he's just looking at it, like looking for messages, but you find oh, out that was that, his girl. Yes, because remember he says, oh, I saw your billboard. Right, right. Yeah. So like that was his girlfriend, but you don't know that at the time. And then uh, you meet his girlfriend. You're like, oh, OK. So and then you get the clown thing. Remember that the billboard that like half of it. Yeah, was, like, but yeah, like love is a hamburger or whatever. Like, yeah, I basically and I'll talk about the ending like when we're going like towards the end. But like, yeah, it's basically like. I see the movie as basically a post-breakup movie of a guy kind of trying to find meaning in his life through Hollywood images. But, like, if you pay attention, every other character in the movie says, man, why does it matter? Why does it matter? Why does it matter? Yeah. Like, he's kind of, like, looking into it and kind of looking for, like, kind of like a meaning about why his life is shit. And it just, he, at the end, it's just not really satisfying. Like, the girl that he's trying to find doesn't like him that much she just met him like as soon as he calls her he's like oh i've been looking for you she goes you barely know me yeah yeah like he doesn't look at her as like a person like oh she made her own decision to go like go and do what she wants like he looks at her like an object like like how hollywood looks at women like objects like oh yeah like she must need my protection or whatever but she's like you barely know me like i'm fine here and he's yeah. like, "Are you sure you want to do that?" She's like, "Well, I mean, and, might as well make the best of it." <laughs> and the girl that that want that wants him, he doesn't care about. No, he does. He sees her as an object as well. Like he only 
really wants her for sex. And, like, when she's out of the movie, he doesn't miss her or anything. Yeah, yeah. And also, when you were talking about the 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 music scene, the piano scene. Yeah. You know, like, s- some of that is kind of true in terms of modern day. Like, I think, like, the biggest, like, pop records are written by, like, two guys. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Absolutely. Like, yeah. and the biggest example of this is, like, the biggest punk band ever, the Sex Pistols. They were mm-hmm. a corporate-made band. Like, they were basically a boy band that just made music where they said, fuck the queen. Yeah. Like, that. that is 100% true that, like, the idea that, like, it's basically, like, taking this character to task for, like, these culture, like, touchstones you, like, look up to all the time, like, they're they're hollow. Like, they don't mean anything. You look up to them, but you don't, like, respect, like, you worship these things, but you don't really, like, respect anything in your real life. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it also, what I, what, well, before I get to this point, right, remind me to get to the, the point about, um, what we were just talking about right now, but I want to get to another point. Another great scene was when they were playing chess and he goes to beat up one of the people in the band. Uh, J- Jesus and, and the, uh, what's the band called? Jesus and the Drac and the three Draculas or whatever. Something, <laughs> something, something like that. Uh, but when he goes to beat up, I guess, Jesus, he goes to beat Jesus. Up. Yeah, he beats Jesus. Up. <laughs> he, um, he says like, who, like, why'd you write this? He's like, bro, like I didn't write it. They just told me to put it in. Mm-hmm. I thought that was amazing. I was like, yo, because that actually happens when they're like, put this in. It's like, why? Like, shut up. Just put it in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's genius. But to talk about also like, because the messaging that Hollywood sends, right? Especially when you look at like Instagram, stuff like that. People feel shitty about their lives. Mm-hmm. If you feel shittier about your lives, most likely you're not going to try to accomplish anything in your life because you're like, oh, my life is shitty. Yeah. So I think like you get this through this movie. Because he doesn't accomplish anything. He doesn't He, he doesn't get a job, first of all. He does, he's not trying to get a job. He's trying to solve this stupid crime that's not going to really give him any sort of satisfaction. And Based off a woman deal. he had one conversation with. Exactly. And the only reason he had that conversation was because he was staring at her ass when yeah. he, she was walking by. So, absolutely nothing in that. And the movie shows that constantly with with the sex, I thought the sex messaging when they were like, yo, everything is about sex. I've seen that before, but I thought, like, every time I see it, I'm like... It just gets me every time. Like, that's fucking interesting as shit. Mm-hmm. Because everything is, is that kind of messaging. And when you get into that habit, also with the porn and everything like that, when you get into that habit, it's a circle where, like, everyone is in the same rotation. And that's why you're not moving up in the world. Because yeah, you're No, this- exactly. And I think one of the most powerful scenes in the movie, actually, is, like, I, I know you love that uh, Spider-Man 3 alumni Topher Grace is in this movie. <laughs> Dude, I was, I was like... I was thinking, I was like, bro, is he, is that Topher Grace? I'm like, cause I didn't yeah, see it nah, in the cast. Yeah, no. then I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, like yeah. barely in it. But when they're um at his house and they're like, yo, dude, I got a drone, whatever, right? This thing's awesome, bro. Let's go look at this girl, whatever. They treat it like an object. And the girl just comes in. She takes her thing off. You're like, oh, it's going to be like, oh, like let's perv over this. Like, you know, you see in like American Pie or any of those like sex yeah. comedies where it's like, oh, we're going to look at this girl and she's going to get naked. And she just starts crying. And like. You, it's actually a moment of like humanizing the girl and they're like it just gets awkward for them and they're like all right well uh, i'm gonna leave yeah yeah like as soon as like sh- there's something like human like they don't have to look at her as a sex object they're like all right i'm gonna get out of here yeah no absolutely I like think, that I think... that scene like real that's when i was like because when i was watching the movie the first time i was like is this genius or is this garbage and then i saw <laughs> that scene i was like no nah, this is genius yeah, no, the, the, I like these types of movies where you're, it's basically you're going along, you're going along a journey, right? Mm-hmm. And 
the way you interpret it is different than the main character and how he interprets it, mm-hmm. right? It, it's all different. And I keep bringing up Eyes Wide Shut because when you watch that movie, when I recommend it, you're, you're going to understand why the fuck I, I brought yeah, that up. I've always needed to see it. I just never yeah. get it. Because I've seen like every other Kubrick movie. That's just the one I haven't. Yeah, and that's and when we get into that, I'm gonna. That's gonna be fucking amazing when we get into that yeah. movie, because there's a whole lot of shit in there. Like mm-hmm. not just in the movie, outside of the fucking movie, there's shit going on. But no, with with these movies, I like it because you're going along a journey and you find more shit. The deeper he goes, the more you have to think about, the more you have to find, and there's always good messaging in there, and it's always great. It's always yeah. a great movie. And like all the stuff that like people say, oh, this goes nowhere, whatever. It's just because, like, something is happening doesn't mean it, like, connects to something. Like, when his mom calls him and she's talking about, like, that actress and it, it just so happens to be connected to something else. Like, that doesn't mean, like, the character thinks it connects to something, but it really doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't have to connect to anything. You know, like, well, yeah, it's like, like when it's... everyone. No, you go ahead. Well, I was saying, like, in, in real life, when, like, people think, like, oh, what does this mean? Or what's the meaning behind this? It's like. Not I I understand that you just learned symbolism today in your English class, but like not everything is fucking symbolic. No, though. but it's also like, like it may be symbolic for something thematic in the movie, but that doesn't mean it goes somewhere like for the plot. because yeah, the plot of this connect. movie is secondary. Like what the character actually does, or like what the character actually does event wise, doesn't really matter. It's like how we like it's kind of like a theme of the movie because it's like. I forget which character says it. Like, they're just talking about, like, symbols or whatever, right? And he's like, it's like, person's like, yeah, I don't know. I really just, I don't really care about what it says. I just like the message behind it, you know? Like, it doesn't matter that this thing goes into this or whatever. It's just, like, what you interpret out of that event happening, basically. Like, how that affects you. Like, the songwriter thing has almost nothing to do with the ending of this movie, but it, oh, yeah. how that affects it, like, but that thematically resonates with the main character and the audience. And and they try to, and the main character tries to connect it, but there's no connection between them, you know? And that's mm-hmm. how you, most of the time you get the wrong result. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like doing algebra. When you, come, when you use two formulas that don't belong together, but you think you're doing something correct. It's like, no, dog, you're not going to get the right answer. You just, you interpreted it wrong. Yeah, exactly. And we can, even we can, even but, I think I think the answer I think what this movie's saying is that the answer isn't really like w- maybe the answer you shouldn't be looking for the answer maybe the question is good enough you know yeah or at least how it, like, resonate, how the question resonates with you yeah it's like you ask a great question but like there's no answer to it like well like because we live in we live in an age where it's like why isn't there an answer it's mm-hmm. like well, not everything has an answer you know like it's like when you talk about religion and science right it's like well, where did this come from where did this come from like we don't know yeah. Like, not everything needs to have an answer. Mm-hmm. No, it's absolutely. Like enjoy the journey. Uh, what were you saying before I interrupted you? Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, if, if there's, like, more to talk about or we can go to the ending if you want or, like, to me, uh, it doesn't matter. Basically, how I interpret the ending is kind of, like, throughout all of it, I mean, I kind of go back and forth right away because this movie is, like, fascinating to me. Like, when I first saw it, I was like, that was pretty good. And now, like, I th- I'm thinking about it more. I'm just like, there's just so many little things in this movie like, especially, like, on a second watch, which, by the way, before we talk about the ending, there's a scene in the beginning when he's high with her on the bed in the beginning, and they're watching the movie. Uh, the scene in that movie, it's three women, and they go, well, girls, it's us in a room full of rich people. I was like, oh, that's the end of the movie. Really? Yes. They're watching a movie, and the people in the movie go, well, girls, it's us in a room full of rich people. And I was like, oh, that's the ending. 
They tell you the ending right in the beginning. Wow. Yeah, like that blew my freaking mind when I rewatched it. But yeah. But interpreting the ending, I don't know. I kind of saw it. Maybe I'm just like, this is a more hopeful interpretation of the movie. But I kind of saw it as like, he kind of realized all these symbols and like messages, like, and like culture in general just was kind of hollow. And he kind of like, I wouldn't, I'd say he's like improving in a way. Like he's less like trying to like make up these like fantasies in his head. He kind of just like, instead of looking at like people like an object, like instead of like using his binoculars to stare at his neighbor, he just goes up and like hangs out with her. And then he sees kind of like his apartment getting like, uh, what is it? He's getting evicted or whatever. And he just kind of seems like accepting of it. Like almost like he's kind of like accepting reality in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's that's how I saw it at least. Like it's a post breakup movie where like a guy kind of like makes these fantasies or whatever, and then towards the end he just kind of like, eh, I all right, I live in reality now, or at least he's like he's improving in a way. That's at least how mm-hmm. I saw the movie. Yeah. What did well, you for think? me? For me, for the ending, it was the ending. Um, you're talking about the actual ending, or in uh, terms of I'm when he was I'm talking about in like the... in terms of like how he reacts to. Like, when he, after he, like, uh, goes to, and founds out about, like, where the girl actually is, and, like, after, like, uh, we didn't even talk about the Hobo King. <laughs> he is a god. Yeah, I, I don't know, I, the, the dog treats and that stuff, like, that's mostly what I'm talking about. Like, that, like, to the end, basically, like, with the old woman and stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, for, for me, the, the ending... After he finds out that, like, there's nothing that could be done, mm-hmm. I think he understands that, like, I think he understands that this is all kind of, like, pointless and useless and, like, just, like, stop. Just uh, stop. Just let me just go what do what I want to do. Yeah, you know, it's kind of, st- like, kind of like how the uh, the woman is kind of, like, free. Like, she just yeah, kind of, exactly. like, like, she, exactly. like, doesn't wear a shirt or whatever. Like, she just kind of, like, lives freely. I think he just kind of, like, goes with that. And it's not in, yeah. the, in a kind of, like looking at her like an object sort of way like he just like goes and hangs out with her and he just kind of like i don't know he's just chilling really like i yeah. I, I, I like there's two ways to kind of look at it i think it's just kind of like his in the end the feeling i got from him is like acceptance in a way of like where he is in his life and it's kind of like i get that because when he's talking to the girl over the phone like when he finds out where she is she says well i mean i might as well make the best of it now right and then he looks at the hollywood sign he goes yeah I guess I should do the same or like something like that. Yeah. So it's kind of like, he's just kind of like, all right, it's not going how I want, but like, I should probably just, this, this is my life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I think, I think that I, out of, out of five, let's, should we do reviews? Review the movie? Yeah, like, I'll do a review. Well, what would you give it? I'd, I'd probably give it. Ooh. I'll give it a I'll give it a three three out of five yeah yeah all right that's pretty good uh I originally had it seven out of ten on IMDb I raised it up to an eight um yeah I mean it could go up to a nine honestly like I this movie just like fascinates me like my only real Mm -hmm. problems with it are just kind of like I wouldn't even say, because this movie is weird, because I don't know what's an intentional flaw and what's kind of just it by design. You know what I mean? So it's kind of weird, but I would say I wouldn't recommend this. No, I wouldn't say everyone will like this film, but I would recommend it to everyone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so 8 out of 10, 
could go up to a nine if I see it again. I wouldn't say it's perfect. I'd say just from a structural level, this thing is like, like there's some stuff in this movie where I'm like, okay, I get it. And then other times I'm just like, okay, why is this in here? Like, is this, is this part of like the theme? Like I just like little things. Like I think the scene where he beats up the kid is hilarious, but I'm like, why is this in the movie? <laughs> see, like those, see these types of movies, it's hard to give a perfect rating. Cause it's like, yeah. you don't know. Cause, it's, was... Cause it's pretty experimental too. In exactly. Ways. Yeah. That's why I was like, I don't know if Rick will be intrigued by this or he'll hate it. No, no, I, I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Okay. Well, if I knew and, you saw Eyes Wide Shut and you liked it, then I probably yeah. would be. Yeah, I'd probably be, oh, this is right up his alley then. Yeah, yeah. I'm ha- I'm glad that you didn't know that I watched it, so. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, 8 out of 10. I, I love this movie quite a bit. It's messy, th- and but it's it's really good. I See, like I can't, I can't give it as high because I was thinking I could give it a four, but I'm like, it's, it's not as good as Eyes Wide Shut. Well, would that movie be? Well, I mean, we'll talk about that movie whenever. We will, and and trust me, I'm gonna fucking enjoy that pot. You think I'm gonna enjoy talking about Bond and Fast and Furious? No, when we yeah. talk about Eyes Wide Shut, that's gonna be a whole week extravaganza. But I will say, uh, before we end off on this little discussion under the uh, Silver Lake. Uh, you probably would enjoy the movie more if you knew what it was about before going in. Because I feel like a part of you was like, oh, this is about elites, and it wasn't really about that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if you went in, this is about culture, and Hollywood culture especially, and how it affects people. I feel like you would like l- see like the little things I saw on like, a second viewing. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I enjoy. I like the fact that, though, like it wasn't what I expected. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just so saying I- on a second viewing, like I definitely got a lot more out of it. Oh yeah, probably. But it's yeah. like it's just, it's it's just because I've seen Eyes Wide Shut that like I I know where it could go and it didn't go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's my only thing. Yeah. I'm just com- also, I'm comparing and you should never compare. But yeah, no, absolutely not. But uh, did you notice the one scene? Uh, just to end it off, the one scene where he has the sticky stuff on his hands and he wakes up and uh, he sticks to a Spider-Man comic. D- no. No. There. Okay. So you know when he gets the sticky stuff on his hands, yeah. from, like the kids or whatever, right? The next morning when he wakes up, he, like, puts uh, his hand on a desk and there's, like, a Spider-Man comic. It sticks to his hand. Like, it's a reference to Spider-Man. Oh and he, like, God. flings it off. Oh, my God. That's how I heard about this movie, actually. I saw that on Reddit. I was like, what is this movie? That's fucking genius. Yeah, no. Like, it, you you notice all things like that. It's, like, right after he beats the, the kid's fucking ass. I'm happy he beat that kid's ass. Oh, no, dude. Like, I was like, oh, is this going to be one of those, like, oh, the character gets shit on thing? But no, he just beats his ass. Yeah, I'm happy he did that. Yeah, but, yeah. But, everyone yeah. watch Under the Silver Lake. Yeah. It was good. Very good. And, All right, Matthew. Uh, ending it off. This segment, the right? Fi- the final the final segment, I figured, since we've talked about Quibi, I think we should rename this channel to the Streaming Bible. Yeah, I guess so. I I think I think we love well streaming is very important. I like talking about it, and you can go a lot of ways. But I think we're gonna be capping off streaming for a little while after this subject, simply because there won't be much to talk about after this one. I think we're gonna cover all of it. Are you ready? Yeah. What is the best streaming service out there right now? <sighs> okay, when you ask this question, mm-hmm. and I've been thinking about this, I it's just hard for me to give a definitive okay so when we're talking about this we're talking about basically the big four we're talking about netflix. wwe network no no <laughs> we're not talking about like nbc or cbs all access where we're talking about netflix hulu amazon prime and um disney plus 
Now, everyone yes. already knows my opinion of Disney+. Plus. If you are only in the market to watch Disney, then go right ahead to watch Disney+, Plus, whatever. But, like, it's hard for me because I, me personally, watch most of my movies, weirdly enough, on Amazon Prime. Because mm-hmm. I think Amazon Prime has a excellent selection of movies. Low-key. Like, low-key, I think Amazon Prime has a great selection of movies that, like... You, you'll just go through and be like, oh, this is Prime exclusive? Oh, that, that's awesome. And then you'll like add it to your watch list, whatever. Netflix has mm-hmm. a very good selection of movies, and Hulu has a very mid-selection of movies, in my opinion. Now, when it's... it comes to television, Netflix would probably be number one, and then Hulu number two. But both yeah. of those have very good shows, and then Amazon would probably be number three. Yeah. That would be I my th- listing. But like, what is the what is the best? You think in Amazon terms, in, is the best in terms of uh, a balanced between movies and television shows? I'd have to say Netflix. Fuck TV. We don't care about TV. It's Hollywood. Oh well, I guess Amazon Prime then. If I wanted to watch a movie, well, I, and I'm not talking about exclusives because Netflix. If you're looking for exclusive to that like thing, Netflix. But like Amazon Prime has a better selection, in my opinion, and a more see, varied this- selection. It's a very annoying debate because my uh, I, one I don't have Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. I have Hulu. I watch more shows on Hulu, like you said. It's a very good place for shows. But the one that I'm actually waiting for hasn't fucking come out yet, and that's HBO Max. Mm-hmm. I think when that comes out, to me, that's gonna be the greatest one because it's gonna have everything that I want. And obviously, this is a very subjective argument. Oh, oh, it's based off. Of, Based off of what you want and everything like that. And I think that HBO Max is going to have literally everything I fucking want. But would you agree about Hulu having a pretty mid-movie selection? I don't go on Hulu for movies, so yeah, I go on there for TV shows. I go there to look for movies, and it's like, I don't know. Like, there's a few, like, pretty good ones. Like, a lot of them are just kind of like, a lot of them would be like, there's like a weird mix of, like, giant blockbusters and also, like like movies you don't want to watch hulu's a place where you go for the movies where it's like it's your um what's that word called where it's your guilty pleasure that's like your that's like where the oh movies are. yeah like yeah i kind of agree with that yeah that's what hulu is for movies um you see so that leaves for me it leaves disney plus and netflix right because i don't have amazon prime mm-hmm. so like tell, just tell me like what are the what are the movies that they have on Amazon, Amazon Prime? Prime? Yeah, just so I, I mean, know. just for me personally, so every time A24, which is like the distributor, you know A24, correct? The the, the people that made the last mo- the movie we just talked about? Yeah, Under the Silver Lake. They make a lot. So I watch movies like Under the Silver Lake or like Uncut Gems or like a lot of movies like Lady Bird. Like a lot of these like critically acclaimed like indie movies for me personally, most of those films go uh, to Amazon Prime when they go to uh, digital. Mm-hmm. So most of them go to Amazon Prime. So I see most of these smaller indie films through Amazon Prime. They also have a good amount of like uh, David Lynch movies. Like the movies, I, it's a good because it's the movies I would want to watch. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's the movies that like I mostly lean to when I want to watch movies. And Netflix is more like when I'm looking for, I guess, kind of like like critically acclaimed movies. I go for Amazon Prime. Netflix has, like, a good amount of them that I would want to watch. But it's, like, you're... Most of the critically acclaimed movies you'd see on Netflix were probably you would you would heard of because they're nominated for an Oscar or whatever. And then Amazon Prime would be more, like, 
the smaller ones that like like an under the silver lake where it gets buried but like it's kind of like a small gem you know what i mean yeah i think you see it's annoying also because amazon probably does this as well Mm -hmm. but when you look at the other uh other countries and their netflix their movie selection it's funny because when i was in germany their movie selection i enjoyed it more but like everyone in europe seems to like the u.s version more Mm-hmm. But I'm like, maybe it's just us, but it's like, we the, the movies that are there, it's like common movies. You know what I mean? There's no like... Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, it's more of a common like certain thing. Like the critically acclaimed ones are usually like, like something like Moonlight, which is a good movie, but it's like it won Best Picture. Like Goodwill Hunting, like these are just movies that you, you see everywhere or you could catch yeah. on TV probably. Yeah. You know and I mean? it's like it's it's weird because when you go when the European market, it's like they have more shit that I'm like, yo, I want to watch this movie, mm-hmm. and they don't have it on Netflix on the in the U.S. version, and I'm like, the the ones they have, like I can get that anywhere I want. Yeah, it's not unique to it, so it's it's weird. Um, for me, right? Because I don't have Amazon Prime, so I can't put that in. So for movies, I'm going to say Netflix up until HBO Max comes out and then HBO Max is taking over. I can't wait for that to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, let's go about overall now. Overall the, movies, television? Everything. I'm talking about like Netflix. The, the interface. I'd, I'd say in terms of especially exclusive television shows, I'd say Netflix. I'd say, I'd say, so. I think, I think Netflix is TV, exclusive TV and stuff is actually amazing. I think that's what brings Netflix up usually. But like, then what I, would you... I think the movies are like... I wouldn't say it's a mid-selection, but it's like above-average selection. And then the television really like catapults it, I think. Yeah, the television is excellent. Now, let's let's compare... Should Especially because they just added NBC's uh, greatest show, Community. <laughs> which everyone should watch. If with... um, So, let, let's, com- let's make this a fair fight then, shall we? Mm-hmm. Let's introduce one more competitor. Yeah. Let's introduce HBO. Not HBO Max, but let's introduce HBO. HBO just as a... Like, because like, they have a streaming service too, right? Isn't it like HBO Go or something like that? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So let's... Because I think that other shows... I think Hulu, their TV shows are great, but their movies aren't good, right? So we'll take them out. Amazon Prime, I don't have, so you could speak on them. Why would you take them out of this debate? Why would I take what? Why would you take Amazon Prime out of this debate in terms of, like, overall? Why would I take it out of it? Yeah, because I think that... Because their TV shows are great, right? Netflix's. Mm-hmm. And their movies are great. I think the only other one that truly oh, rivals... I, it, I think that Amazon, uh, their t- TV... I mean, I wouldn't say I watch a lot of Amazon TV shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, at least like, when it comes to exclusives. And really, right. really, when it comes to the only shows I've watched, I mean, Mr. Robot uh, comes to Amazon USA. Prime. Yeah, well, that's on USA, but it comes to Amazon Prime. And I watch the a lot of HBO shows do go to Amazon Prime, but not like oh, really? not like all of them, though. Like I right, watch right, I watch The, the Wire. Uh, Oz is on there. Yeah, uh, but a lot of them aren't. So, so like then, Game of Thrones so is not on there. So then because well, I think that the fair fight is HBO versus Netflix. I'd say that's a mostly fair fight. So then... I I would say the quality of HBO program... Or HBO television 
rises above Netflix. But I think, really? but I think, I don't, I don't, I disagree. I think Netflix has more quantity of like pretty good shows, but I think a great HBO show is better than a most a mostly good Netflix shows. So then, because the, I, I don't know, I disagree with that. I think that Netflix has a lot of quantity and it has like a lot of quality with it too. But it also has a lot of garbage though. Yeah. The thing is, the problem with I, Netflix is that they say yes to everything. And when, yeah, you, when you like, do that, you have a lot of good stuff, but you have even more shit. But with the shit, though, no one watches because it's not really marketed. Yeah, but it's still like shit. You know what though. I mean? Because like the biggest market was House of Cards. Yeah, then, but no, they market some of that shit. Like, remember when Tall Girl came out? What? What? Remember Tall Girl? Did you see that? No. It was an original movie about a tall girl. The girl wasn't even that tall. Like it was like a it was like a marketing scheme. But it was a movie about a tall girl and like they made fun of her being like that's the movie. They made fun of her for being tall. And it was like a well, it was like a Disney Channel original movie like type shit. It was so bad. I've never heard of that. It was a piece of shit. You go it's on Netflix. Nah, I refuse to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just uh yeah. But I'm saying cuz like House of Cards the last two seasons were meh. But but you could say that about uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's true. Peaky Blinders, have you seen that? No, I've not. That show's fucking beautiful. Is it's that so is that only on good. Netflix or I thought that was on another network? Yep. Nope, it's Netflix exclusive. Is it actually? I thought it was on like FX or something. Nope. Oh, okay. Nope. Never mind then. I don't know. The thing Peaky is, Blinders, I Blinders. The the what's that other show that people love about the fucking the the girl Stranger Things? Oh uh, yeah, well that how in the last two seasons haven't been that good. Oh really? Well, okay. well I, I, it's well, funny because I've only seen one season. I've uh, well, only seen okay, the first season, well so. they're good, but they're not like the level because season one's really great, and then the other two are like yeah. I don't know. It's funny because I've only seen season one. And that's but. that's the best season by far. Season two is kind of <laughs> shitty. Season three is kind of better. It's just not amazing. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe people will like, disagree, but I don't really give a fuck. I mean, when you when you you know, have you seen BoJack Horseman? No, but that's a very good show. Like I've seen episodes. Yeah, of it. it's a very good it's, show. It's a, it's a very yeah. good show. Uh, yeah. Okay, I will say Netflix has as I just think the quality control at HBO is better. Usually, sure, sure. Usually, in terms of what they allow to be on the, the Sopranos is amazing. Yes, the Sopranos. Um, Fuck the wire, of course. Show, um, what was that? The fucking uh, the the next big thing. What is it? Uh, Westworld. Yeah. Yeah, I never saw it, but people like it. Westworld is good. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough. I would I would <sighs> see, but with with Netflix though, the more quantity you have, and the the because their quality is also excellent, right? With HBO, it's like you have to be in a certain mood to watch those types of shows. Yeah, versus I, with I Netflix, guess. it's like you can watch. I can watch House of Cards, then watch a Peaky Blinders, then watch Stranger Things, then watch a uh, BoJack Horseman. Well, don't watch House of Cards because that has a pedophile in it. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> what what else do they have? They have another good show that I was like, and they also buy good shows. You know what I mean? Yeah, they they do get. Yeah. I mean, the uh, the office became as popular as it did because of Netflix. Well, not even not even that. Like they buy good exclusives. No, 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 exactly. Like, but I'm just saying that like shows that like that's why I'm excited. Community. I know it's a meme, but like, I'm excited. Community's on Netflix because 
Netflix like gets shows that were like pretty popular or at least kind of popular when they came out and then people like they get put on Netflix and people rediscover them and realize holy shit like like the office at the peak of its popularity when it was running was not that popular and then you wouldn't know that from the way people watch it on Netflix yeah like it being a streaming service show like makes people like want to watch it yeah so yeah it's uh yeah i'd probably say netflix over hbo yeah but i think yeah i'd I'd give the whole thing the whole debate i'd give it to netflix simply because the other ones hulu is not there yet and especially their model is different because they it's they still have ads you know also their their layout can sometimes kind of shit yeah it's pretty bad uh Disney Plus, I think, is not good enough yet because their exclusives aren't there. Mm-hmm. I think once they... Because even the the debate about, like, or what you were saying, like, you have to be, like, you know, you have to love Disney to get it. Like, yeah, I get that. But also, like, they have... Disney is it's big, right? They have Pirates of the Caribbean. They have Marvel. They have Star Wars. They have all this shit that people would like. Mm-hmm. So it's like they need to make good exclusives based off of that. And if they don't do that, then they're not going to get the best viewing. Yeah. Uh, Amazon Prime, I don't have that, so I'm not going to put that in the debate for myself. But what I'm waiting for, like I said, is HBO Max. I think HBO Max could fucking take Netflix's throne away if they do it right. I don't think they will because it's not even marketing that much. So what the fuck do we know? I mean, I don't know. I feel like everything's being marketed poorly now. That's true. Because for Quibi. Quibi? (laughs) Yeah, Quibi. (laughs) Quibi's the only thing being marketed well. Just give it to tech bro YouTubers. Fucking Quibi. Uh, well, I think that does it. Matt, any final thoughts before I... No, I mean, if I had to rank them, it'd just be Netflix, HBO, uh, Amazon Prime, and then Hulu. But I do like Hulu. I just wish I, I had a better movie selection. I, th- I think Hulu's great. I think Hulu's a fantastic place to go. But yeah, besides um, that, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Well, see, I was I was debating between these two movies, right? I was actually going to... I wasn't going to pick this movie yet. I wasn't going to pick this movie yet, but... Based off the, the based off the talk we had with the, with the movie that we watched last week, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm not gonna suggest Eyes Wide Shut yet. Okay. Not yet. I'm going to wait because that deserves like a whole week of like getting ready for it. Right. Yeah. It deserves prep time. The ass needs to be lubricated. Everything needs to be good. Yeah, and also we don't want to recommend two sex pervert movies uh, two times in a row. Yeah, I think I would send out the wrong message. Yeah, like, oh, are these two just sex perverts? Like, they're just like, wow. But what I... <laughs> wow, they, they, they just keep recommending uh, movies where people are just naked. But what I do want to recommend, <laughs> right? It's not because this... it. It's, I don't know anything about this movie. Okay, <laughs> already a good start. I don't know anything. I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. But I've heard a little bit about it. I wanted to watch it, and I think this is like a kind of a good segue okay. into this movie. The Talented Mr. Ripley. The Talented Mr. Ripley. Yes. The Matt Damon vehicle? Yes. Okay. That is what we will be watching. All right. I have never seen that movie either because I I don't, I don't know. There was a weird period of Matt Damon's career where he had that haircut after Goodwill Hunting, and I was like, if he has that haircut, I'm not, I'm not watching it. But you know what? It, it's, it's time. It's time for the haircut. It's time we fucking watched his haircut. We, we're gonna watch his haircut. That movie, uh, Rounders. 
uh fuck what was the other one there was another one he had that haircut i don't know anyway yeah it's funny you it's funny you mentioned rounders <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that what rounders yeah no i that's a that's a movie i've seen some of I haven't seen it, but you, you know what we you know it's it's gonna come soon on this podcast. Oh, Just a wink, wink. Oh, nudge, is that nudge. when we're having Walker on the podcast? I think he loves that movie. Oh, is it? It's about gambling, so I think he I think he likes that. He should go watch Twenty One. No, I love Twenty One. It's too bad that sex perverts in it. <laughs> Under the Silver Lake is actually just about uh, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> you guys didn't know. It's about Harvey. No, I, I actually Kevin love that Spacey. movie because uh, the the song that plays at the beginning is "Time to Pretend," and that's the first time I heard that song, and that's my favorite MGMT song. So wow, yeah. The more you know, yeah, great song. Well, I watched it in college too. Great, great time. You go to college? Yeah, <sighs> used to. <laughs> Let's fucking end it here, folks. Thank you for listening. And we will see you guys next time. Goodbye. See ya. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors.